0: Arsenal. Hey everybody, hey. how are you? Thanks for joining us on another episode of Blast from the Arsenal, your weekly podcast for all things Arsenal and proudly sponsored by Productive Design. Now today is a special day for two reasons. Number one, it's episode 30 of Blast from the Arsenal, which is a bit of a milestone. Uh, and number two, it's the first and it may well be the last live show that we ever do. So thanks to uh, those of you that have joined us today. I'm Angelo, your host. Joining me as ever is my esteemed co host, it's Diddley. How are you, Diddley? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited. I'm hoping good. that there's actually people with us. There's three. I can see three people. Nice. Hi, guys. Unless you and I are, are one of them. And then there's the <laughs> yeah, Who, Who knows? You're good?
1: yeah i'm good mate yeah thank you um good win that
0: that was a good win that was a good win and obviously we'll we'll come on to it in in just a moment what have you been up to since our last um podcast recording because this is the first that we're doing live but um is,
1: yeah. and we we always, we always do it live together
0: well that's true and, um, uh,
1: and we don't edit it so it's kind also
0: of
1: people can watch along as we as we record so Look, not much has been going on with me, of I was supposed to move house in two weeks. Uh, that's fallen through, so back to square one. Um, but, you know, I've been looking forward to this, excited to do this. But really, I was more excited to see how your haircut turned out after yesterday. Oh,
0: yeah, not good. So... uh right well, yeah, right at the front. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I'm just going to stay stay looking this way. So for those of you yeah. that know me well, I, I get my haircut every three weeks, you know, my man who takes pride in his, uh, his appearance, but got pretty desperate because of lockdown. So I said to my wife, please, please cut my hair. Cut me out. I'm so desperate. She's like, all right, then I'll cut it. I was like, right, what you need to do is like, zzz, and then up, and then, zzz, and then up, and then up. Right, then we'll go down to the the uh, the next grades down, and we'll keep working down. And um, she was cutting it and laughing. I'm like, what's the matter? <laughs> and uh, she's That's like, she's like good, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? So she took a picture of it, and I've got at the back like a, a brilliant bowl cut basically so uh yeah. look, I'm, I'm thinking in line with our, our competition and and the, the shirts that we've got either wearing or, or hanging up we're going retro we're going back to the old school so um you have show everybody have you seen this one i've never seen this that is, before
1: this is uh, I think it's an old training top from like 93 94 it's got the old badge on it
0: on the sleeve nice nice yeah it's quite it heavy yeah well you see the old kits were weren't they but uh i tell you what you stand out and you won't get lost yeah you know so yeah, it's
1: quite the quite the number isn't it
0: yeah do you know what actually it's quite similar to the uh the latest training tops that have come out you know they've got the the bull on them haven't they was it to celebrate chinese new year or something is that is that what that was the aid of um, i've not seen those i don't know if anybody knows let us know but uh yeah, no, fun, funky top, funky top. There we go. So we've got Stephen from Canon Chatter saying good luck. Thanks, Stephen. And uh, anyone watching this, make sure you go follow uh, Stephen and G on um, on Twitter, on Canon Chatter, and subscribe to their YouTube channel, which is starting tomorrow. So thanks for that, Stephen.
1: Yeah, we'll be uh, logging in to, to watch that as well. Obviously. We shall
0: indeed. We yeah. do. Yeah, right. So. For anyone that's new to our podcast, let me just set the scene for you. Diddley and I, would get together once a week to discuss events from around the world of Arsenal. So things like news and transfer rumours, of course, match reactions, the highs, the lows, VAR, what if, what should have happened. And you, you probably already tell that we're pretty chilled with it too. So we don't scream and shout. We don't throw things across the room when ex-Chelsea players come off the bench. Uh, and have a have a good have a good game actually today uh and the the only time you'll ever hear us use the word blood is if we're talking about a story of where we've been to the doctors recently so uh, if all of that sounds like something that you're keen on getting involved with please take a minute to subscribe to our podcast and of course our youtube channel so that you never miss an episode uh, and make sure you follow us on twitter and instagram too uh, we always say every week the hub of our social media activity and diddly do the duty that you do so well. What is the social media handle that they need to look for? It is at Blast Arsenal Pod. It is always at Blast Arsenal Pod. So yes, Everywhere. make sure you, you follow us on those. And actually, another milestone. We, um, we've we not been going a year yet. And, and this week, we uh, reached the 5,000 Twitter followers landmark, didn't we?
1: We did. It's uh, amazing, really. I, I never thought we'd get many when we started doing this so
0: yeah
1: yeah, it's it's great um we love the interaction and
0: there's some some good people on there so thank you Guna family yes thank you very much okay uh as ever I say this every week and I say that I say this every week and and I do but we've got loads to talk about today obviously that Leicester City match result which was brilliant uh the midweek victory over Benfica we've got the upcoming weekend fixture against Burnley um, There's tweet of the week, and of course, everyone's favourite footballing brain teaser. It's which number nine, which Didley will no doubt sing shortly. And also, and probably the main reason most of you will uh, be tuning into this at some point either today or later, we'll be announcing our competition winner for the '93-'94 away shirt. This one over here. Um, uh, so yeah, we'll be announcing the winner to that soon. So just like Stephen from canon Chatter, get involved, leave us a comment, ask us a question, and of course, we'll respond as best as we can Uh, and if that all sounds good to you Diddley, let's crack on good to me Uh, so arsenal news this week what have we got santi cazorra scores a 90 second minute winner Uh, always good to see ex-arsenal players doing well do you want to tell us a bit about that
1: yeah that uh good result for them that took them to the final of the uh, qatar cup which they uh, won and santi captained them to victory 2-0 uh, that's his third trophy in less than a year, I think, for our side. Of course, that's managed brilliant. by Xavi.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something like Xavi's sixth trophy or something since he's been made manager there. I'm sure I read something mm. like that. But uh, yeah, always good to see ex uh, ex Arsenal players doing well. Not all, of now, them. not all of them, going you say, unless they're now strikers for uh, for Spurs. Um, not Spurs, sorry for, for Chelsea. Oh, they're, they're all nasty compared to Arsenal, aren't they? So don't worry yeah. About it. Um, other news, I see Thierry Henry has quit as uh, head coach of Montreal Impact in the MLS. Yeah, citing
1: um, yeah, family reasons, I believe, uh, to move closer to them in London. So he's back in London.
0: Yeah, yeah. And obviously recently linked with the Bournemouth job. I think he was interviewed for it. Um, so that may still happen as well. You know, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. But um, I hope... I hope he doesn't become one of those that was a brilliant player, but his, his managerial career kind of gets tainted by the lack of success that he may well end up having.
1: Not for everyone, is it?
0: No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. In fact, and, and it's kind of a good point. I think Zlatan was asked if he wanted to be a coach, and he said, what for? He goes, I'll, I'll hit two of them at halftime, and the the other... At uh, nine of them at uh, full time or something like that, and I thought, yeah, if you're, if you're a good player, it must be so frustrating.
1: Yeah, um, I think that's quite a common theme, that, you know, for players that were really, really top level to go into management. They they struggle with players that aren't can't do what they want them to do. No, no, um, exactly. You're right. I mean, Dan has had some success. He's one that it's worked for, but it's kind of hit and miss at the moment.
0: And he's not started out of the worst team, has he? Let's be honest. No, not really. I guess no.
1: Um, but yeah, some others. I, I don't know. Can you think of
0: any? Uh, what that were good players and have gone on to be rubbish managers, managers
1: or rubbish man- or good managers.
0: Uh, Roy Keane was a top player, but he's. I don't think he was a very good manager. Who was that? Sorry. Roy Keane. Roy King, no, he didn't do well as a manager, did he? To be fair, I think you do tend to find the mediocre players tend to become better managers. Um the other way around not so much. So but look, we, we wish Henry well and we hope it all works out for him wherever he ends up and, and if that is um uh, if that is at um Bournemouth then then so be it.
1: Yeah, and if I they get go- up and do appoint him,
0: you know, we could face him next season. Yeah, yeah, which would be weird and wonderful. Yeah. Another big news. Former Arsenal striker and FA Cup winner Yaya Sanogo, giant this massive, massive news. Yeah, has joined Huddersfield. Um, so a man more successful than Harry Kane has joined Huddersfield, and um, I think he, he he was at Toulouse last season. Season ended, he obviously didn't get a contract, or, or they parted ways, and he's joined on a freebie. So good luck to him, and, and I hope he does well as well. Yeah, good luck, Yaya. Right, Diddley, have we got a Tweet of the Week this week? I don't know, let's see. <laughs> no, we have. I'm just going to get yeah, it. You, yeah, can, yeah. You, can do, you do your little intro uh, because everyone's become accustomed to it. Tweet
1: of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the
0: Week. Brilliant. Right, we've got a few Tweet of the Weeks this week, and I'm going to let you choose. I'm going to read three out, and I'm going to let you choose which one you think is Tweet of the Week. Um, <laughs> so, uh just to explain the concept of Tweet of the Week, in case anyone has never come across it before, as I just said before, we've got 5,000 followers, and we follow back all gooners. So we you know, we see quite a lot of tweets throughout uh, the week yeah, and from yeah. episode to episode. And so what we do is if we see one that we particularly like, we give it a shout out, and we give it a mention on Twitter. Uh, it could be something funny. It could be something poignant. you know, Whatever comes across. So I've got three on my phone that I'm going to run through with you. One is from Eddie, who's at AFC Ed one he says, Arsenal flirts with my mental state. That was through the Benfica game. I can, yes. I can relate with that. Another one on uh, similar fashion is from Paul Muck G AFC, who says, I'm really starting to believe that Arsenal is some government experiment to test the torture limits of the human mind. <laughs> Again, on the back of the Benfica game, but this is before full time. Uh, and then, obviously, we have been drawn against Olympiakos which is other big news this week, um, and where we just played our game against Benfica. So, uh, at Rich B says, good news about drawing Olympiacos is we have two home legs this time. The first leg will be in our second home in Athens, and the second leg at our actual home in London. Yeah. Which is, yeah. True, which is true. So, which of those is your tweet of the week this week, Diddley? Uh, the second one? The second one, which is, I'm really starting to believe that Arsenal was some government experiment to test the yeah, torture mate. limits of the human mind. Paul G AFC, you are tweet of the week this week. Well done, mate. Well done. Oh exciting times. Right, what? now on to Britain's favourite footballing brain teaser. It's which number nine. And Diddley also has another jingle for this. He's like a jingle master. Yeah, everyone we'll get involved. when are you
1: going to come up with some of
0: these i tried the other week and it was awful and and you shut me down and and rightly so so um all right you ready um, to join in let's do let's do which number nine go which number nine that was awkward wasn't it (laughs) that wasn't great but it works right which number nine do you want to explain the concept of what which number nine is
1: It's a number nine that used to play for Arsenal. I'll give you five clues. You have to guess which player
0: it was. Simple as that. Simple as that. And obviously, if you know the answer or you guess the answer, put it in the comments box and help me out because I'm not very good at this sometimes. Uh, In fact, I have forget who's played number nine for Arsenal. So uh, there you go. Go on then, Diddley. Clue number one. Clue
1: number one. Scored seven goals in all competitions in 21 games. Not a massive return.
0: Yeah, that's not easy. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, just read them
0: all out, mate, because I'll never get them like that.
1: Uh, In one game, scored a hat-trick in 39 minutes. Okay. Clue number three. Um, He left Arsenal to join a fellow london premier league side okay okay Clean uh, clear number four this might help you a little bit he was furious when uh, his number nine was given to a different player um apparently and one of the reasons that he wanted to move on okay Here you got it well, i haven't got okay. it <laughs> no. Clear number five. He's still playing now in La Liga. And where's number seven?
0: Okay, now I've got it. Right. And funnily enough, whenever I see this jersey, I always think of that player. So I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. But it was that season, right? I, we haven't got any comments on it, so I'm guessing no one else has got it, or either they have and they haven't bothered posting, which is absolutely fine. But is which number nine this week? Lucas Perez. It was. You threw me with that. You went to play for another London club, but I remember well, you went to West Ham. Did. Didn't
1: yeah. We took that a big, hit. big hit on that. Four million. Yeah. Um, we sold him for, we paid 17 million yeah. for him.
0: I thought he was a good mm. player personally. I just didn't think he got a, cra- a fair crack of the whip. Did you? Yeah.
1: I guess he didn't really get a good run in the side, did he? Yeah.
0: Um, what did you say his goal return was?
1: He scored seven in all competitions, but only one in the league. Do you know uh, that was against? No. Do you? That was against Bournemouth. I think it was the second goal or the first. When we were 3-0 down and, and got back to 3-3.
0: Yes. Yeah, I remember the game. Yeah. No. Mm. Uh, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he's still playing now. I don't know who plays for. Is it Celta? Uh I
1: can't remember Alaves, maybe someone like uh, okay.
0: that. yeah, not not one of the big teams, not one of the big teams. There you go. All right. Well, I hope you guys got which number nine better than I did, but we got there in the end, and that's the main thing. Thanks for that, Didley. Right. I know. So straight off, uh, straight off the bat, we've just played Leicester City uh, in a, a resounding win. In the end, actually, we're probably more comfortable than I imagined it was going to be. Um, We'll start where we always start by looking at the the lineup, but some some interesting stats that that came out of this prior to uh kickoff. Williams had 26 shots this season and only two have been on target. Um so to see his name in the lineup, which I said we'll go through in a moment, was a bit uh nervy, shall we say. Um and Arsenal have lost six games straight after playing uh, European games this, even, this season. So they played seven European games and lost six straight after those games, which is one hell of a stat, really, isn't it? Um, mm. So, uh, yeah, it's unless uh, they're what second in the league, I think, prior to that game. Um, a yeah, team that, that are obviously doing well. Talk to me about the lineup. Have you got it there? If not, I can.
1: Yeah, I have. Yeah.
0: Fire away, mate.
1: Leno uh, in goal. Yep. Yeah. Again, no-brainer. Cedric came came in at right-back. Kieran Tierney kept his place at Uh, left-back. Centre-back pairing of David Luiz and Pablo Mari. Shaka and Elneny in the middle. Pepe on the right, Willian on the left. Emile Smith-Rowe in the number 10 spot. And Lacazette up front.
0: Indeed. Any surprises or concerns in that?
1: Uh, well, it immediately made me think that all of our eggs are in the UEFA basket. Are you yeah, it's not the strongest lineup, is it? Uh, on paper, so but we've got to rotate at some point,
0: yeah. I, I think in the week, and I know we're going to talk about the Benfica game at some point, but I think in the week, uh, after that Benfica game. Arteta did say the likes of Saka were tired, needed a rest, mm. um, a, amongst others. Uh, I think for me, the interesting one, that was, well, quite a few that I was surprised by, Cedric coming in at right back. Um, I've I've been championing for him to sort of be right back on a permanent basis because I think Hector's had a, a, a strange old season this season, not been at his best. Um, so I was surprised to see Cedric put in at right back and whether that's given... Hector Arrest, or whether that's that he was dropped, whether it was just pure rotation, I don't know. Um, It it seems like Rob Holden was the starting centre-back this season and everyone else was playing around him as they kept coming in and out of the team. Um, But but he can't seem to buy a game for love and money at the minute. And David Luiz is now that that sort of first-choice right-back. And we'll come on to each performance in a minute, but actually he played very, very well today. Pablo Mari then came in to partner him. And I didn't, I, I don't really know how I felt about that because, again, it's a bit why were you starting him against um, against the fast, pacey, Jamie um, well, Jamie Vardy, Harvey Barnes, you know, et cetera, et cetera. All Brighton came on, he's got a bit of pace. Then I was just a bit concerned. Mari's strength is not pace, is it? Let's be honest. Mm. Uh, Kieran Tierney, no brainer, but again, only just come back from injury. Do we want to push him too hard too soon? El starting. Whenever I see our starting, I think, all right, well, he can keep the ball and he can pass it about, and he keeps, you know, keeps possession. But in, in reality, is he going to be our driving force to go forwards? You know, him and Xhaka together, is it a bit too defensive? Um, and then Pepe and Willian. I was pleased to see Pepe start, but he was on the right hand side where Saka would usually be, and I thought, really, I've seen your better position. Uh, sorry, better performances coming from the left hand side. So. Again, a bit like, why, why has he done that? Uh, William's William, and he, he's just very, um, uh, I was gonna say he's very Marmite, but I don't think he's very Marmite because you either love or hate Marmite. I don't know anyone that loves Willian at the moment, so it was, it was again a bit of a stranger. And, and Lacazette playing up front, I guess he needed some game time, but you know, he's not our pace man, is he? So I looked at the lineup and just thought, God, this is going to be painful, you know. I can't, I just can't see how we're going to, you know, have enough in that starting lineup to um, hit them on the counter what the hell do I know you know stop listening to this podcast what do I know nothing yeah um, uh,
1: ultimately I think had we lost the game y- y- you can question the lineup can't you but really it's worked worked out for Arteta and he's, he looks like he made the right decisions and I thought the subs were spot on as well today
0: yeah yeah very good Let's um, let's go through some of the um, the, key, the key points that uh, sort of evolved through this game. Yep. Um, what another stat that I did see prior to the game: uh, Leicester City have won four of their last six Premier League matches against Arsenal kind of says it all, you know, again, maybe a reason for a bit of pessimism prior to this game. And also, we all know that, that Jamie Vardy scores against us all the time. Only Wayne Rooney, with 12 goals, has scored more Premier League goals than Jamie Vardy. He scored 11 goals and 12 appearances against us. And I think he scored mm. one goal in his last six games in all competitions at the moment. Um, so, I, again, I was thinking, well, if anyone's going to break that duck, that, or if he's going to do it against any team, it'll be us. Um, but that proved not to be the case, didn't it? So... Um, he didn't yeah.
1: have a really, did he? All game? No,
0: nothing at all, really. Which you know, again, you, you've got to be pleased with that. But let's talk about the first goal then. Six minutes yep. in, not a great start. Um no. very much probably going to what most people thought was um t- to plan, although it wasn't wasn't too plan, it's probably maybe what we expected. Mm. Um, but yeah, goal by Tielemans. Do you you want to run through that? You got details on that one? Of us well, was a of
1: a sloppy goal, wasn't it? It was a slow start from everyone, really. And it's becoming a common theme that we kind of need to nip it in the bud, really, and stop it because we're making it so much harder for ourselves. Having to, it must be frustrating for Arteta to put a team out, work all week on the training grounds, and then they go out and concede after five, six minutes, or, or even earlier. It was the case last week. Um yeah, frustrating. Uh I can't remember who gives it away. Shaka, is it? It gets in some sort of yeah mess.
0: Trying to pass uh, it to William and it just gets intercepted, doesn't it?
1: Chasing back, I think he made Tillemans look pacey, and he's not really. No. So that just shows how slow Shaka, Shaka is. Um, no one acted on it, came across, no one took responsibility. Um, I question Leno as well it's a good strike but should you do he do much? i thought he should have had that covered really from that angle what about oh, yeah. you, what you it was a
0: mess from start to finish you're right jack and um, and william you know mucking about with the ball trying to trying to pass it when you've clearly got you know lester players around you. It was almost a bit of a 2 on 2 on that side of the pitch and in a tight in a tight angle so it's never going to work got intercepted the yeah the, the big problem for me once that's done, it's done. But they're still far, you know, Tielemann's still quite far away out. He's not even in the 18 yard box at that point. So he's got a long way to go with the ball. The issue is you've got Mari that's following Jamie Vardy when he's the left sided defender. So he should be staying on that side and closing down, you know, that that route to goal. And you've also got um, Mohamed El who's practically on the center circle and he's kind of just watching. Yeah. Uh, Tielemann comes in. And I know he's probably thinking he's going to cross it, I'll intercept it. But just got to close that ball down, haven't you? So, not good. It was a good strike, but like you say, could uh, could uh, Leno have done more? Maybe was Leno expecting a cross and not a shot? Maybe it gets caught on his feet. You don't know, but yeah, not I, a good. I was, start.
1: I was disappointed to to see Leno not wearing a Jens Lehmann style cap because it yes. was, um, the sun was shining down on him. Uh, I used to love love it when Jens. Came out and he had this stupid uh, straight out of the
0: um, lost profits,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, or out of the Arsenal shop, kind yeah. of with a tag on, and he'd have this cap on,
0: yeah. And you're right, you could have done with something like that today. I don't know, maybe you don't want to uh, mess his Barnet up, who knows, yeah. but um, yeah, not a great start. And and funnily enough, we almost got ourselves into a uh, another mess after that because uh, if you recall, Leno. Has the ball at his feet and he's a bit sloppy with it he tries to pass it out and vardy intercepts it or it hits vardy and, and luckily goes straight back to leno but yeah not not um not good but from that resulting catch the ball makes its way upfield and um it gets to emil smith crosses it and it goes out for a corner and nothing comes of of that unfortunately um so a bad start um, but we think redemption is there straight away because minutes later it's a penalty to Arsenal.
1: Yeah, or... we, we grew into the game. Um Pepe. I, I was wondering who was uh gonna step up, you know. When you look at the lineup, you think, well it's normally Saka or Aubameyang, They weren't there. Who's gonna step up today? Pepe or William? Uh, and Pepe looked like he was trying to make things happen. Well, so did yeah. William. And um, yeah, ultimately, he, he sort of drives into the box and um, looked like it was a penalty on first glance. But I f- felt they made the right decision after going to VAR.
0: Yeah. You? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to interject there. We've got a message from Last Year 30 on uh, Twitch asking, is it live? It is 100% live. Um, so if you've got any more questions, drop them in that box. Um, it was a strange thing, you know. I, I have to be honest. It, it, it was. I understand there were two fouls, and Didi's was first, and they think that was outside the box. The more I kept looking at it on the replays, the more I kept thinking, surely that's on the line, isn't it? And therefore, it is in the box. They, they obviously thought not. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. The cynicism in me and VAR made me think... If this was Liverpool or Man United, they'd have given that as a penalty. And I, and I don't know if that's just me being bitter, but I couldn't help but feel like I bet they would.
1: Uh, it did uh, it did seem like they took a long time over it, didn't they? Um, you know, let's look at this properly. It's Arsenal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did, and unfortunately, did we, we get didn't. Get, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't get that penalty. it uh, ended, ended up being a free kick. Um, because as I said, indeedy's foul was outside the box. Um, Pepe takes it and it's headed over for a corner. So nothing came of that, unfortunately. But um, you know what can you do? We, we, we were showing the right intent anyway. We were trying to get back into it straight away. Um, then Harvey Barnes has a shot um, as it goes down the other end. Nobody's challenging him, and uh, he's gone past another and past another and past another. And he takes a shot, and it's kind of you Know a bit like the old blow up footballs used to get when you were a kid, and Leno kind of just parries it straight out, doesn't he? Yeah, um, so yeah, um, comment from Stephen Best on, um, uh, what's that called? YouTube. Sorry, lost my train of thought there. At the time, I thought any other team gets that pen, but VAR called it right. Yeah, you're right, Stephen. I, you know, for I, I sure, it was
1: the right decision.
0: You thought it was,
1: yeah, I did, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Frustrating, but what are you going to do? Thanks, Stephen. Um, so anyway, yes, Harvey Barnes takes a shot. Leno parries it out. And, um, you know, luckily it's out to, out to an Arsenal player, I think. Um, anything else you want to call out from that before we get down to the goals?
1: No, just something I noticed um, free kick-wise, we were winning a lot in and around that same sort of area um just before the goal pepe took another one and it was kind of exactly the same whipping it in i feel like that's the right ball yeah uh you you cuz a little touch from someone's head and and it causes problems for the keeper when it's whipped in at pace like that but ultimately when it came down to it they mixed it up on the third go and uh it was willian wasn't it with yeah, the that's free right. kick
0: that's right um and, you know, funnily enough, we've got a message here from a friend of the show, Schmitty. Uh, he says, William, what a performance. And Obviously, we'll, we'll come on to him in a second. But, yeah, what a great performance. Um, even after the two goals went in, he, he, I don't know, he seemed to like almost play with his chest out a little bit. Like, oh, the shackles are off. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You know, I'm contributing. I feel like I'm part of this now, um, which was good. Well, Martin yeah, I... Keown, Sorry, go on, mate. No, go on. I was going to say Martin Keown on commentary said... Yeah, apparently he wanted uh, he wanted to stay at Chelsea, but they didn't want him. Whereas I heard the opposite at the time. I heard that Chelsea wanted him to stay and he didn't want to stay. So, I don't know. You I know.
1: think it, it maybe got lost in translation a little bit. Um, From Brazilian to English, I mean? Yeah, it was about the contract. It, it was he wanted the three years and Chelsea would only give him two. That, that's what oh, it came right. down to. Right. Uh, we, we gave him the three and that's why he, he came to us.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, time will tell whether that's going to be a good decision for us or not, but um, Mm -hmm. if you can play like he did today, then I think we'll we'll, we'll do all right out of it. Let's talk about the penalty, the second penalty this is, because uh, just before that Emil Smith-Rowe goes off, Odegaard comes on uh, and I thought Smith-Rowe actually played quite well up to that point, but um, was it against Benfica who went down? Uh, And obviously he's gone down again today. I worry that we're going to Drive him into the ground, if you like, by playing him too much, too much reliance on him. And you know, the last thing we want is a player of his ability to become another Jack Wilshire and injured, etc. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed that that turns out to be nothing. Mm. Um, but the penalty incident it was a handball, it was indeedy again, albeit it wasn't him that created the um, the second foul in, in that uh, in that first penalty incident, but in the second penalty, definitely him, there was a cross hit his hands. He was giving it a bit of that, were not he? And uh, you can't do that in the box. Um, and penalty. No.
1: Yeah. No yeah, for me, it was a pain. Um, Well, I'm glad they looked at it. I, w- I was thinking, oh, are they actually going to look at it? Because uh, the ref didn't give it, did he? I don't think. No, not straight away. And then got called over to the screen. And he gave it straight away.
0: Yeah. You just yeah. you
1: can't lift your hand up in in any sort of motion, can you?
0: No, but but what no. I didn't get about that was he'd gone over to the screen, but it was a clear handball. So why would the um, VAR officials say you might want to come over and have a look at this one? It's handball.
1: Uh, Is it your interpretation? Well, yeah. It's clear and obvious error, isn't it? And I think uh, I guess they just wanted him to to come over and confirm it.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I, honestly, I don't
1: understand VAR anymore. So there's, yeah, I, there's no point.
0: I, I tweeted about this on. Um, on Thursday night's game when we scored that that last goal, uh, and I felt the same today. Every time something went for us, whether it be a goal or a decision, like the penalties, I couldn't I couldn't be in the moment and celebrate it like I would in the past. You know, it was like, oh, no, wait a sec. Is this Have we got it? I feel like I say that every week as well, but it's so true. It's like, you know, it really does take the enjoyment out of the game. Yeah. Um, obviously, Noah Bamyang on the pitch, so Lacazette steps up.
1: Keeper dives really eh? I think it's easy for Lacazette. I, even I would have slotted that one home, I think. Casper yeah. Schmeichel was off to get um his half time drink, I think.
0: Halftime Puck of High. Yeah. <laughs> and a cup of Bovril. Yeah. You know, Lacazette comes in for criticism sometimes, but he is one of the best best players at the club in terms of how cleanly he strikes a ball, I think. Yeah. Um, so uh no, a really good penalty, and I was I was pleased for that. So we're going to half-time, haven't turned it around, 2-1. Yeah. Really pleased. Couldn't quite believe it. I, from I was.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, the initial start sloppy, isn't it? But I thought we grew in confidence, uh, put some good passing moves together and ultimately took control of the game. I thought we deserved to be in front. And then I can't think of, until late, late in the second half, that Leicester really troubled us at all, really.
0: No, no. Um, and funnily enough, Obviously, we make notes of, of the game as we go through it. And yeah. second half, I've got hardly anything really because there was a lot of a lot of football being played, but not many clear cut chances being created by either team, um, as you say, until right at the end. So we did get a goal, a third goal in the second half, fifty second yeah. minute, um, and it was a goal by Pepe and another Willian assist.
1: Yeah, and it's going to do him a world of confidence, I think. And you could see it in his game, he was looking a little bit sharper and a bit more confident and running at players a little bit quicker. And I did notice midweek, I was thinking, because obviously he laid on that pass to Kieran Tierney, which was debatable whether it's an assist or not, because KT still had a lot of work to do. But I thought he's not had that in a game since the first game of the season where at the end, someone's gone up to him and said, well done for something. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's a little bit down to him for not playing well, but that would make a big difference to a player. Yes, yeah. confidence that someone's gone to him. Aubameyang went over to him. I saw it. And, you know, again, at the end of today, he's going to get people saying positive things about him. And hopefully this is it now, a turning point where we could do with him playing, playing well, really, for us because he's here for another two years, looks like. So,
0: yeah, and Arteta says it, and um, the players say it. Everyone really likes him. He's a really nice guy. They know what he's good at. Blah blah blah. Maybe he is just an arm around the shoulder kind of player. Um, you know, so as frustrating as he is, you know, all of the you know I'm going to call them all of the idiots giving him abuse on social media. He doesn't seem like he's the sort of player to go. Yeah, do you know what? My bad. I'll I'll try harder. He's probably the sort of player that will shy away from everything. You know, might want to try stuff for fear of it not coming off and then getting absolutely rinsed on social media. So, um, yeah. you know, hopefully this will be a little, as you say, a little injection, a kickstart, and um, two assists in in this game. One assist. We're going to call it an assist. Why not in the uh, midweek game? it could be it could be the difference it could be the turning point so um obviously we've 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 glossed over the uh, goal by dan yeah. Luis. what did you make of his performance today
1: uh yeah he, he was all right he looks uh like he's he's been in some decent form the last few games and uh he's had to deal with three different partners really yeah uh, he seems to do all right. I, I can't work out which one I prefer him alongside, I think Gabriel. But Pablo Mare does give that assurance, that calmness. Uh, when he does get on the ball, he's got a good authority about him. Gabriel can be a little bit erratic sometimes.
0: Yeah, Gabriel likes to go yeah. in.
1: Do you need two in. of those on the side? I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, no, Gabriel likes to assess the situation. And think there's the ball and going after it. <laughs> You know, it's like a Jack Russell. Um, mm. whereas I think Pablo Mario is maybe a bit more calm and considered in his thought process of what am I going to do here? Um, so do you think
1: Nicole looks at the opposition and chooses the defensive partnerships based on, on that, or just who looks sharp in training? Or well, if I,
0: to be honest, yeah, to be honest, if I thought the first, which I did, mm. that he looked at the opposition. Um, I wouldn't have thought he'd have chosen Mari because it's in mm. of pace. Gabriel's got a bit more pace about him. Um, so you know, what, if if that was the case, why would he have chosen Mari? Because to me, Mari and Vardy is such a mismatch. It's not. It's not the sort of lineup you think he'll deal with him today. And and actually, in credit to him, he did because there was a point where Vardy it was, was running and he was shoulder to shoulder with him. Vardy went over. And, you know, it wasn't a foul, right. but.
1: Um, you breezed past the bit where Cedric lost the ball. Where if it was Cedric... Hector, if it was Hector, you'd be texting me, and everyone would be tweeting <laughs> about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right, no, these things happen. Don't worry about it. He's right back. Uh, you know, he's right, left back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, look, that wasn't that wasn't good. Do you know what? Though, I was thinking, I was going to ask you what did you make of Cedric's performance? Because you're you're quite clearly a, a Bellerin fanboy. A proud one at that. Oh, yeah.
1: I've got some Hector Bellerin news, actually. Yeah. I, I've got a... Um, you got a coffee? A Hector Bellerin H&M attire. I what, managed to get
0: some?
1: something. Yeah, I did, yeah. I got a denim jacket.
0: Oh, okay. And what is that quite low-key, just standard denim, or is it... That's a funky pattern. Like.
1: It's made from like alpacas or um, recycled Ribena cartons
0: or something. I don't know. Juicy. Okay, good. I like it. Yeah. Maybe if we do another live show, you can wear it and show everybody. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, So what, what did you make of his performance? Yeah, look, he,
1: he did all right. He's steady. I think he's a good player. He's uh, someone that you can bring in every now and then i think i don't think he's good enough to be our regular starter at right back obviously there are questions over hector so and he's been linked with a move away this summer if there is someone that's out there that people want to suggest let us know um the, the names i keep seeing on twitter are max aarons from from norwich and Tariq lanti at brighton yeah yeah. Uh, they're the only two I've seen banded about. What do you think to those two as, as um, replacing?
0: Max Aaron's, I understand, is subject to interest from uh, Bayern Munich. And yeah. uh, is it Man United? I can't remember. There was another big big team. Might be Liverpool. I can't remember who it was. But um, Money Wise, Everton. Yeah. Yeah. I think Money Wise, there was talk of it being sort of 30 mil plus you know for for a team that have had to try and be a bit shrewd in the market the last couple of windows i can't imagine we'd be willing to spend that sort of money i might be wrong no. i don't know we've saved a load of money in terms of um wages etc but I, I just can't imagine that would that would happen that said Tarek lampert good player would he go for, for that much cheaper um you know given again that he's english etc um it's, yeah, it's a tough one. I really don't know. I mean, if there's anyone watching that's got a, a you know a, a suggestion, we're more than happy to, to hear it. But I guess my my argument for you would be next game is Burnley. Who would be your starting right back? Um,
1: I'd probably put Hector back in to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fixture wise, what what I don't know what the fixture is after that. Is it Europe again?
0: Uh, I don't know. I can have a quick look. Why don't we have a look?
1: He does play a lot of games, Hector. So, you know, a couple of games out wouldn't hurt. Uh, Give him a bit of a rest. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Cedric, you know, he's one of them that does get stuck in. He's, He's good at the physical side of things, a little bit more so than Hector Bellerin. So maybe you would keep him in for the Burnley game.
0: Yeah so we've got we've got the Burnley game next uh, Saturday and then on the Thursday after that we've got Olympiacos the first leg and then the Sunday of that week is the North London derby. So there uh, here you go Dario D saying Max Aaron is worth every penny. Um who knows let's see what Mikel and, uh, and Eddie think. But, I, uh, I think
1: it is the way forward. We, we need to look at more to find some sort of hidden gem in in from the championship. Yeah, but not at that not at that price. I, I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, and I yeah. think if you buy Munich are serious about him, we probably don't really stand the chance, do we?
0: No, no, we're we're probably the equivalent of Napoli R uh, for us. Uh, you know Arsenal to 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 Bayern. The joke there being everyone that they seem to get linked to. We we end up signing Napoli. Um, but look, just back to the Leicester game. Uh, overall, great performance. I'll, I'll be honest, a surprising performance for me because I didn't think um, we'd actually do that well. If I'm honest, especially on the back of of Europe midweek, which was a bit of a crazy game. We'll talk about in a moment and uh you know based on the lineup too so um yeah any closing thoughts for you on that one
1: uh like you yeah, I wasn't brimming with confidence at that lineup but they proved us wrong i think um i thought everyone did all right uh, some people did better than others i thought willian probably had his best game since the fulham game um pepe did Look, all right as well. I thought a um, bit worried about Emil Smith Rowe going off injured, but Martin Odegaard did come in and, and do a good job, and Thomas Party coming on again. I think uh, was another good sub But I, I, I was thinking it was probably time to bring him on. He just gives that that calmness and an assurance, doesn't he? And the mm-hmm. extra security in midfield. Yeah, we didn't look like we were give the ball away when he came on and he just tied his things up a little
0: bit better than uh than Elneny he's I know it's not about this at that stage of the game but he's just a bit more excited as well isn't he you know he's got a nice little flick about him but in a calm controlled way not in a um you know an Ozil type type of way where it's kind of extravagant and uh he he
1: makes the transitions from defence to attack a lot quicker as well yeah, compared to, yeah. to, to my own any I think um, yeah so that, that is
0: one thing I, I I saw in Xhaka in particular there was a point in, in the first half where he just held on the ball for so long and I thought got to be quicker you know you're not going to pull teams apart and, and break down their shape by being that slow I granted someone has to be open for him to pass it too but I did think that whereas as you say with party because he's a bit more mobile if you can't pass to someone they will just run with it and move the team up that way. So, overall, a good win. Anyway, gets us up to 10th from 11th. Um, two points behind Ooh. Villa and Spurs. Yeah. Um, but they have played a game and two games less than us. Um, so, time will tell. We could go on a little run. We've been on a bit of a bad bad spell just recently, but we could go on a little run um, and still push for Europe. So, we'll see. Right. i tell you what. Let's put some of these people out there, Misery. Should we announce a competition winner? Let's do it. All right. Now, because this competition is open across Twitter and Instagram, uh, earlier today at random, uh, after after stress it was at random, So said, Diddley, read out a number. And he read out a number and went down on the list and found one on Twitter, found one on Instagram. And right here I've got, unbeknown to... To, uh, to Diddley I've got two names here one's from Twitter or, and one's from Instagram but I don't know which one's which I'm going to put it behind my back and say Diddley just say left or right I so said Diddley uh, just say left a, or
1: lefty, right so sorry yeah I'm a lefty so I'm going to say left
0: okay left hand so I can get rid of that one the winner of uh, that jersey is the singing guna on Instagram. Well done, mate. Well done. Get in touch, get your details and send the shirt out to you. Uh, Now we are going to have another competition shortly with this. Uh, It's not an Arsenal shirt, but it is an Arsenal t-shirt. It's the Arsenal tube station, uh, but it's going to be part of a prize bundle with an Arsenal DVD and an Arsenal pin badge. So look out for that. That'll be across all our socials and I'm sure we'll have other um, opportunities to win football shirts in the near future, we like we like to give things away. Don't yeah, really
1: we like to give something
0: back. It's Could not bribery you? at all. It's not, however, <laughs> jokes, jokes. Right. Um, so good win midweek against Benfica. Yeah. Thoughts on that game? Anything that kind of stuck out to you? There were parts of it where I thought, oh god, with you know, yeah, exactly, big puff of uh, cheeks. And I thought Olympiakos from last year. But with Benfica this year, you know, it was looking that way. Um, but, you know, the good news is we got through. And the other good good news is uh, we've got an opportunity to right the wrongs of last year against Olympiakos in the next round. Yeah. So how was that for you, that going?
1: Uh, actually, uh, you know, like we touched on it uh, at the start how, you know, the tweets of the week were about um it it just plays with your mental health a little bit doesn't it the uh, the highs and lows of being a an arsenal fan um we looked like we were in control of it one up. just like that you know to be fair to credit to the lads they um they kept going they kept not pa- didn't look like they were panicking they weren't just lumping balls into the box um ultimately it's a uh, Good turnaround, good win, but a little bit reliant on a certain uh, Bakayo Saka.
0: Yeah, that first, well, that first through ball from him was was brilliant. It was the sort of thing you'd expect from an Odegaard or in the past uh, an Ozil, dare I say it. Um,
1: Yeah, it was was a great through ball, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And something that you don't really, I suppose, associate with Saka that he can do that. But I mean, he can do everything, really, can't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and ironically, with the uh the third goal, was it third goal, second goal, third goal? He uh oh, I lost the train. Where, where did we finish? What did we finish with that game? Was it three one? Three two? Three two, that's right, three two, sorry. That third goal by Obamiang. Um at that point, Saka was actually playing at right back, which was another new position for him. Uh, and that's what allowed him to get further up the pitch. Um to to put the cross in for um for a bamiang's header. So yeah, unreal. Yeah. I just again we've got to be careful we don't burn him out. You could argue at nineteen years old you're full of energy, but
1: Yeah, but you know he's at his rest today, so so
0: he can play every game to the end of the season. Get on with yeah, it. Basically,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sure did... I'm sure if he just rotates it, you know, he gets the rotation right Arteta then it shouldn't be a problem. You know, and with the players coming in today and looking like they, they, you know, they did a good job. So to rely on them in the future, it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. And
0: it's good to have that depth,
1: you know, This the especially in the creative positions.
0: Yeah. I mean, importantly, worth noting that Leicester played in the Europa League midweek as well. They lost 1-0. Was it Slavia Prague? I think they lost 2-0, two. Um, two I think. 2-0. Yes, you're right. It was 2-0, sorry. And, um, you know, did they rotate? I don't know. Don't they think did. They, they did, OK. So did they rotate midweek or today?
1: They rotated midweek. Right, OK. Um, bar Jamie Vardy, I think he played. Yeah. But I think, as well, we were a little bit lucky in without uh, Madison playing for Leicester at, at the minute um, it, he's definitely key for them he makes them tick uh, They, I don't, I don't think their squad's as good as ours to be honest I, I am surprised that we're not uh, higher up or, or surprised at how high they are I just think Rogers gets the best out of that 11 doesn't he I think
0: yeah yeah. I think the beginning of the season has really hurt us hard we're playing catch up like yeah we're... So, you know, if if we'd have started the season from Christmas, we'd be in a a much better position than than we are now. It's such a stupid thing to say. But the first half of the season was so diabolical, it's really held us back for the the latter part. So um, that's why I'm keen to see what happens next season. We've lost the dead wood or or, or majority of it. We'll see who comes in in the summer and, you know, we'll see what impact that has on the squads and performance going forward. Um, But no, it was a good win. Um, I guess the other thing as well to take into consideration is the fact that if you reflect on today's game, Leicester actually played at the King Power, I think, didn't they, on on Thursday? Whereas we've had a what five-hour round trip, a no, five-hour each way, sorry, from from Greece. Uh, albeit the weather looked fantastic and they had nice, relaxing surroundings before and after the game, but you still got to travel, and just travelling is, is tiring, isn't it? So um, we have to give credit to Arteta, I think, for the way he's managed the squad. To, to get the best out of both both matches, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and good, and also good to see Abamyang scoring again.
1: Yeah. Look, last week uh, Jamie Redknapp was saying he's washed up and not the player he was, and you know what? Absolute nonsense.
0: Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you listen to Jamie Redknapp? If anything, that's probably fi- fired him up and spurred him on, isn't it? Um, to to yeah, put yeah. in good performance the, play,
1: the players see that and they hear it you know they get told about it it does can spur them on can't it i think and um well that's two goals in that game he scored a hat trick the week before so yeah absolutely ridiculous
0: yeah happy days and look long may it continue because we we need his goals don't we to get us up the uh up yeah. the table so we're, we're playing catch-up so
1: that benfica game suited him down to a t he could play on the last man and and that's where he's best i think um making those runs yes he gets caught offside a few times but when he doesn't the finishing little dinks even the disallowed goal uh yeah. where he was inside. it was what a finish little finish yeah. that was
0: yeah no, it's good coming into form is what we need so yeah. uh, so long may continue. And as we mentioned before, we've got Olympiacos again. So another opportunity for him to banish his demons because it was his last-minute kick uh, against Olympiacos last season that uh, ultimately ended up in us going out on the way goals, didn't we? So um, hopefully a bit more fire in his belly for for, for that game uh, next week.
1: Yeah, definitely, yeah.
0: We and it. It's,
1: it's a quite a favourable draw, I think. Looking yeah. at it, some of the teams we could have got... Um... Didn't really fancy the, the English sides. I don't like playing English sides in Europe. It doesn't seem no. to work out too well for us. No, um, but they yeah, still got
0: Martin, AC Milan in there, haven't you? Yeah, <coughs> yeah. yeah. playing United.
1: Drew uh, AC Milan, didn't they? So yeah,
0: yeah, good. Okay, uh, well, we said next game is going to be against uh, let's, next league game. This year is going to be against Burnley. Um, we lost to them earlier in the season, one 0 It was that freakish Abamyang own goal. I don't know if you remember it. Um, right, yeah. Thoughts on Burnley? They've become the new Stoke in my eyes. You know. Okay. Just ugly football. Yeah. Just, uh, they, they, football.
1: they were they were looking surefire candidates, I thought, for relegation, but. I don't know where they are in the league now, but they seem to have put a few results together. Whether they've got out of that bottom three or not, I don't know.
0: Uh, let's have a look. Yeah, they're out of the bottom three. They are currently as high as 15th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, five points uh, away from the relegation zone. I think they'll be fine. I mean, you think you've think you got Sheffield United, West Brom, Fulham at the bottom. Yeah. Um, but i i just think that the burnley mentality is similar to the the Stoke one and the Pulitz, where it's look at arsenal you think they're not very tough as players you know um get into them give them some why jack are up all, all that sort of stuff you can just you can just hear it you can just see it um yeah. and i think as a team maybe we are developing a bit more to to get away from that but there are still certain players that you think if someone gets under your skin enough you can see the red card come in and that, that obviously changes the complexion of, of any game, doesn't it? So I still think we'll be good enough to beat them, put it that way. But
1: yeah, it's, it's not the easiest place to go, but with our fans in there as well, uh, away, away fixtures aren't having the same effect, are they? No. And um, obviously with some rotation, that's, that's just happened. Got some fresh legs going in there. I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I think we'll come away with a win.
0: Yeah, good. All right, lovely. Overall, so far into the season, would you say you're still Arteta in or you Arteta out? Because obviously there's been quite a bit of debate around that just recently. Um, What's your... um,
1: Sometimes he makes decisions that I don't quite understand, but it's worked all right for him today uh midweek i i did think it was strange to bring willian on instead of pepe or, or martinelli he's not really getting much game time at the minute but again it, it worked out for him so i'll just keep quiet i think
0: yeah yeah sometimes you have to bow down to yeah you know people that actually have uefa coaching badges uh and not join the the, the keyboard warrior army Talking about where
1: we should be, sorry, in the table, okay. are we?
0: We're, sorry we're, again, sorry.
1: we're not where we should be in the table, we're, we're still way off, and um, we've got to get till the end of the season a lot more wins. Um, yeah, we yeah. can't afford to lose too many more games, or I, I, I doubt we would get top six to be honest.
0: Yeah, and then it becomes even more imperative that we win the. Uh, yeah. Europa League to to get obviously back into the Champions League but uh, again you said you said earlier glad we avoided some teams because it is a very strong uh, set of teams that are still in the Europa League so um yeah vitally important but the question I was going to ask a moment ago was um around martinelli you know as you say he's struggling for game time there were comments from um Artessa this week Saying, look, he needs to he needs to take his chance when he gets the when he gets the chance. And I can't remember who it was against, but he, he came he was starting, he came off, and uh, the comment was he wasn't really doing what we needed him to do.
1: Mm.
0: Do you, do you think that's tough love game.
1: in the right.
0: yeah. yeah. Do you, Do you think it's just tough love to sort of get him into that mindset of I'll I'll show you, you know, I, I can do it, or Do you think he doesn't think he's doing enough at the moment?
1: I don't think it's doing enough. I think it's more down to the tactical awareness of where to be on the pitch. He he just likes to run after everything, doesn't he? He's a little over enthusiastic, and you know he has to learn how to control that um, and use it in the right way. I think, and and that's what he was trying to get across to him is you don't need to be at left back. You know, get up the pitch, type thing, and he just he wants. You know, it's not a bad trait to have to 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 work hard, is it? But yeah, there's a difference between closing down
0: and chasing absolutely everything, isn't there? You know, Mm. and whilst it's admirable, you know, you're going to burn out, you're going to be less effective in the game, you're going to have injuries, aren't you? So you're going to get injured, yeah. Which is what's happened to, yeah, cool. Uh, We've got one more question that's come in uh, from, um, here we go, Lasher 30 who who was in contact earlier. Who's the best all-time dribbler of British football? Uh, And followed it up with Michael Owen, Gascoigne, or George Best. I mean, neither of those three are Arsenal fans, but either way, uh, Arsenal players, but either way, who would you Um. say you're
1: yeah, George Best is a good shout, isn't it? I always uh, felt Ryan Giggs was um, a top quality dribbler. He, he was almost quicker without the ball. I mean, with the, with the ball than without ball. it. Yeah. 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 I know he played for United, but yeah, I always. Well,
0: unfortunately. Yeah. His dribbling skills came into effect in that 99 FA Cup semi final when he got the ball from Vieira and rinsed the best back four ever but uh, for me it's probably Gascoigne I mean it's just unbelievable some of the stuff he could do with the ball George Best mm-hmm. unfortunately I don't see enough of him to be able to give a, a real comment oh, Arsenal yeah as you can say put an Arsenal lens on that f- for me he has got to Bro- be Santi- yeah. yeah yeah as you Bro- said, Bro- Santi- Miller, for me probably though
1: he's not British though so
0: also true also true yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh British Arsenal player well yeah Rocky Rocky was good at that again transition wasn't he you know running with the ball driving at the goal Um, so probably yeah probably. yeah, uh. he, yeah. I suppose he didn't do it for a long enough period of time because of the injuries which is sad mm-hmm. what about Ramsey yeah Stephen at Cannon Chatter Nurse, good shout good shout um, yeah that,
1: that was after the game though on the on the bar wasn't it I mean, <laughs> that's where he was best at dribbling I think yeah
0: yeah absolutely hammered good all right mate Well, unless there's any other questions and we'll give it a minute for that if not we'll uh, we'll wrap up as I said we've chosen the winner for our, our shirt competition so um, best I'd say best of luck he doesn't need any luck well done rather to uh, at the singing Guna on Instagram go and follow him
1: yeah. What was I uh, gonna say? Uh we'll yeah, say
0: something, sorry mate.
1: If he doesn't claim it, uh, we'll give it to the uh, to the other guy.
0: We'll give it to the other guy. Steve Steven's just taking a piss. Harry Kane. Yes. Mm. For a split second, I thought he genuinely meant Harry Kane. No. <laughs> but he is a bit he is a bit of a driveler, yeah. God knows what he's saying. Um yeah, good stuff. All right, well look, we've um I so said we've got uh Burnley next. We'll obviously be back next week. Well, I guess it'll be week after with uh, episode 31. And uh, hopefully this has been all right, that people watch it and want us to do it again. I've quite enjoyed it. Have you enjoyed it diddly? I have, yeah. It's
1: um, it's good, yeah. It, you know, it's a new way to record. It, it's something that we uh, wanted to try for a while, but haven't really been able to to nail down and, and, and do. Um, it's what the people wanted
0: we got to give them what they want. That's it. That's it. Um, and you'll see at the top, as I say, follow us on all of our socials. We're on Twitch. We're on uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter and Instagram at Blast Arsenal Pod. Yeah, that way did Luke. There you go. <laughs> and uh, you get, yeah, you get in the, there. Um, so no, that's great. Thank you to everyone that's that's got involved today. Much appreciated. Yes, and, um, as I say, We'll put this episode out soon. Hopefully, uh, tell your friends about it. And if not, we will catch you next week. Okay.
1: Thanks See to you later. Later. Yep, Thanks, guys.
0: Cheers. Thanks, all. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Blast from the Arsenal.